Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi guys, welcome to a brand new episode of Blush. I'm Tiffany and I'm coming to you from Miami and I'm here with my co-host Heva. Heva, how are you? Hi Tiff, I'm doing so well. Welcome to Miami. Well, I don't, <laughs> is it welcome if I'm not there? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we can say that. Is that a normal thing to say? I don't know. Uh, congrats <laughs> on being in Miami finally. Thank you. I know and this isn't a vacation I have decided to never leave so now I'm a permanent <laughs> resident of Miami it has been a crazy crazy move crazy week and we will get into that but Heba what is going on with you I feel so out of touch with your life because I've been so consumed in this move I have very exciting news not really news but an activity that I engaged in <laughs> a couple days ago <laughs> So if you've been listening to this podcast, you probably know that I have been seeing someone who we call Van Guy. He is a huge Star Wars fan. I mean, massive. He not only has seen all of the movies over and over and over again, but he has read the books over and over and over again. There's books? <laughs> there are books. I, I, news to me also. Yeah, what? <laughs> I thought it was just movies, but okay. Actually, I'm really excited about this and I plan to dive into them, not to be that girl who just like picks up a guy's interests, but here we are. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but you know, I'm about to be done no. with Harry Potter. I need new books. Apparently the books all had to be approved by the Star Wars universe, so they're accurate they're written by different authors but the storylines are accurate and they fill in background information and things that aren't in the movies so there are books like in between the movies and before episode one and afterwards so it's, it's all very interesting anyway. you're like a star wars girl now what the f- this is now a star wars podcast by the way <laughs> we're gonna do recaps of the books one chapter at a time one week at a time we're not health and wellness anyways we might as well be star wars honestly i think apple Podcasts would be like okay i mean this is better than your vaginas every week so (laughs) whatever yeah so he's obsessed with star wars and now you are also a star wars fan so what's going on with that I, before we started watching the movies together, and also I should add, I had not seen episode six at the time, but I had culturally heard of the Slave Leia scene and how that's a common fantasy amongst men. I was going to say of our age, but really of all ages, because Star Wars spanned so many years. So I kind of made a reference to it, and he seemed intrigued. And then I just never brought it up again. And I just started searching high and low for a really good 
Princess Leia, Slave Leia costume. Most of the costumes out there just are not that authentic to what it was actually like in the movie. And I was hell-bent on finding a really authentic one. I mean, you would think that I was, you know, entering into a a cash prize cosplay costume contest or something. Are you going to Comic-Con? Like, what's happening? She's not like, not only will I watch Star Wars, I will fucking be Star Wars. (laughs) We no longer say bye to each other. We just say, may the force be with you when we say bye. (laughs) You know what? All jokes aside, I might start doing that just to see how he reacts. So did you find this costume? So I find one, I'm reading the reviews online, and people are like, listen, this is as authentic as it gets. Every detail is spot on, but the quality, not so great. So I keep searching. I can't find anything better. So finally, I acquiesce and I buy that one. It comes. Now, the pieces that are supposed to be metal are made out of a hard plastic that you are supposed to heat up and mold. What the fuck? Yeah. And some of the gold (laughs) paint had come off. And so, and keep in mind, I'm trying to surprise this guy. So he has no idea that I have all this stuff hidden in the back of my closet. I'm starting to work on it, you know, a little bit every day. It's like an arts and crafts project. I'm locking myself in the bedroom. (laughs) The dedication to some role playing is so aggressive. Meanwhile, I'm teasing that I have a surprise for him, but I want to really throw him off track. So I'm just making up random stuff about the surprise. Like it just, none of it makes sense really. (laughs) And finally Sunday, it's the day of. And I was like, listen, we have our surprise tonight. I should be ready around 5 p.m. It's going to take me a few hours. So can you take Sam on her afternoon walk? And he's like, what on earth is happening? And he's like, well, I can't take her out for like three hours or however long it's going to take you. And I said, well, no, no, no. I'll just go set everything up and make it in the bedroom and I'll lock myself in there and you can stay in the living room. Now I'm coming in out of the living room and I keep grabbing like scissors, tape, gold tape, gold paint, heat gun, glue, all these things. And he's like, I'm sorry, is there like, were you running some kind of second grade classroom here before I came into town? Why do you even have all these crafts, let alone what the fuck is happening in the bedroom? Yeah, what the heck? You know, I laughed about it, whatever. I did surprise him. It went really well. Uh, Pro tip, if you're dating someone who is really obsessed with literally anything surprise them with something related to that because they will really appreciate it I love that you spent all this time on a costume that I'm assuming you wore for like 30 fucking seconds well I will have you know (laughs) it was two minutes (laughs) no uh, the costume stayed on for far longer than that but what's even more concerning I think is the right word is I eventually took off the skirt and the boots and the arm cuffs and stuff like that 
but I kept on the bikini top and the hair pieces and I just threw on leggings and a jacket and we went out to a kava bar where I took off my jacket in top half slave Leia costume for no apparent reason. It's just a random Saturday. And then we went and got pizza and then we went and got donuts. And uh, I mean, A, in the kava bar, two separate people were like, slave Leia, cool unclear why you're in costume but okay yeah it's like march it's not halloween there's no event going on did you take pictures that we could put on our instagram for people <laughs> i did take pictures i don't know if they're instagram, instagram appropriate okay. <laughs> but i did take pictures um yeah and then when i went to get donuts the chick at the register was like uh what are you wearing under your jacket <laughs> so i Keep in mind, I have the hair pieces in, too, which is arguably more strange than just a gold bikini top. It's all pretty strange, Eva. I don't <laughs> think just one part of it is strange. I think all of it is. So I unzipped my jacket, and everyone who worked in the donut shop came around. They are like, oh, my God, Slave Leia, this is awesome. Like, do you just dress like this all the time? <laughs> I feel like this was just an excuse for you to w wear something fucking weird around New York City. Yesterday, he was like, would you be willing to just like randomly wear the Slave Leia costume? Just like randomly when we're hanging out or doing stuff. I was like, yeah, yeah, it would be. <laughs> You're like, I was planning on it, to yeah. be quite honest. I love that. That's so cute that you did that. I'm such a fan of that. Yeah, we're starting a new thing, Slave Leia Sundays. I think yes. listeners should get in on this. Please post on Instagram, hashtag Slayboya Sundays, hashtag The Blush Pod. If your boyfriend isn't into Star Wars, well, too fucking bad now he is. I love that. That's amazing. I love that while I was moving cross country, you were just gallivanting around New York dressed as a little Star Wars character. <laughs> yep. And yeah, let's talk about this because you haven't really, I mean, we've purposely not been disclosing that you were moving and now you've moved so I know <laughs> it's it was such an ordeal and it's been such a process and you know I'd really told only very few people mainly because you know it's just when you're when something's happening it's like let it happen before you even tell anyone I'm so superstitious about shit and I was like the moment I tell everyone it's not gonna fucking happen so yeah. That's honestly why I didn't. But yeah, and it has been a really long time in the making. And I think a lot of the reason why I wanted to share this on the podcast, even though we share really intimate details about our personal life, like this is not even that intimate compared to the other <laughs> shit we share. But it has been a really long time coming. I mean, I would say as far back as 2019, the seeds were sort of planted of this move. In 2019, I was traveling a lot. I came and saw you that year. I was literally almost once a month leaving Los Angeles. And in my head, I thought, oh, I just have the travel bug. Like, I just want to be going out and doing things. And as the year went by and towards the end of the year, I was really tired. My bank account was like exhausted from all the traveling I was doing. I was physically exhausted. And I took a step back and I was like, wow, I, I'm not traveling necessarily 100% because I want to travel. I think I just don't want to be in Los Angeles. Then obviously Rona happened. All of us were forced to stay at home. 
And we kind of alluded to this last episode where we talked about how we had these really big realizations. And I think for me, and I kind of alluded to this last episode, one of the realizations I had was I don't want to live in L.A., But at that time, when I first realized it in the beginning of last year, I had no idea where I wanted to go. I think the thing to take away from that is if you're unhappy in a situation, a lot of the times we need to really take a step back and realize what's making us unhappy, whether it's a relationship or a job or for me where you're living. And even if you don't know what the exact end goal or solution is like I just realized I don't want to be in LA maybe you realize you don't want to be in that job it's okay if it takes some time to figure it out but really dedicate yourself to finding that solution and I was really dead set on leaving LA last year around this time and it took a year to leave but you know once you put the wheels in motion you can really really make it happen There's a lot of feelings I have about Los Angeles and there's a lot of shit I could say about LA. I don't want to shit on it. I lived in LA for 10 fucking years, which is crazy. You know, if anyone that's thinking about moving to LA and just happens to be listening to this, I'm not going to say don't move because that is such a personal decision and At the end of the day, we know what's best for ourselves. But I'll give you a few heads up. Unlike New York City or London or San Francisco, like major cities, LA doesn't have quality transportation. So if you are wanting to get around, you can't. You need a car. And beyond that, everything's really far apart. It's really spread apart. It's really hard to get around. The infrastructure isn't very great. You know, everyone says LA is super fake right? Like that's like the thing that everyone says. And a lot of the times we think the fakeness comes from the people. Look, to a certain degree, there's fake people everywhere. Like there's fake people in New York. There's a ton of fake people in Miami. I'm not going to say that there isn't fake people in LA or they attribute it to the plastic surgery. But look, now there's plastic surgery everywhere. What I really think the fakeness comes down to is you think LA is a well-run city because it's Los Angeles. It's like one of the major cities in the world. But it's really, really not. You don't have that city experience that you think you're going to have moving there. And so, you know, if that's okay, if you don't mind that, then sure, go ahead, move. But, you know, it's not what it appears. And I think that's where the whole fakeness comes from. But people that say that have never lived there, so they don't really know why. I'm not going to lie, this past year of the pandemic really, really impacted LA. I think it impacted a lot of places. I'm sure it impacted New York in a lot of ways. But it really took LA to a bad place. It's really unsafe. When things are so spread apart, it's really hard to control things. Yeah, you know, it just got to the point that I didn't want to be there. And what's crazy is... I decided that before the pandemic. The pandemic honestly just made it maybe worse, mm-hmm. but I was planning on leaving like a few months before everything mm-hmm. kind of shut down. So I'm really excited to be in Miami. The biggest reason I chose Miami is because my dad lives in Florida. I love the weather. I've been to Miami a lot. So it wasn't like I was like, oh, here's a fucking city. I'll just move there. Like I'd been here a ton of times. I'd, yeah vacation travel like everything I've been here I think the whole point of me sharing this because it was two-year process it was a lot of decision making it really really wasn't easy 
But if there's a relationship that you're in or a job that you're in that isn't serving you, that isn't making you happy, that you look at it the way I was looking at LA and I was just so miserable there, it's okay to like get out. And it's okay if it takes some time to get out because it probably will. Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially the longer a relationship, you know, quote unquote, now whether it's with a person, a job, a city, whatever, the longer that relationship has gone on, I think the harder it is to exit. 1000%. And you will know. I mean, I, when I made that decision to leave, there was absolutely no going back. I was dead set on getting out. And it was just about putting the pieces together. There's a lot of people moving right now. I have so Mm -hmm. many friends that have moved this past year. I think this pandemic and being at home and what we alluded to last episode of doing a lot of thinking and self-reflection we've realized that you know life is so short and if a situation isn't serving you then you shouldn't really be in it and especially now because so many people are remote and indefinitely remote a lot of people I mean we see mass exoduses from the cities right now because people are like well why stay in a city that's shut down and pay so much in rent when I can get the same income do my job from you know suburbs country beach whatever save so much money we're seeing so much movement right now and we see how important your home really is yeah a hundred percent and I really didn't realize how much living in LA was, I know this is really dramatic, but soul sucking Mm. until now that I've been here for just a few days. And I feel like a completely different person. I had no energy in Mm -hmm. LA. I mean, I just felt so defeated. I felt so depleted. I just didn't like being there You know, but when you're in it, sometimes when you're in that relationship or you're in that situation, you can't see the negatives, but those negatives are really, really impacting you Mm because I was in LA for 10 years and it took 10 years for me to realize that these things that were impacting me in some way or another were actually impacting me in a really negative way. I was like that with DC too. I didn't realize how much it was affecting me until I moved up here. And I mean, right before I moved up here, I was coming up here to visit friends all the time. Every time I'd be in New York, I just would feel free and happy And then I'd come back to D.C. and it was like there was just a dark cloud over me. We're not shitting on D.C. or L.A. It's just I think that right when you are done with something, you just kind of have a negative view towards it. Like for a while, I just really was bitter towards D.C. Now I love D.C. You know, most of my family and friends are there. I, you know, would love to go visit soon. But in that initial stage, I mean, it's it's the same as right when you break up with someone or right when you leave a job, usually are not thinking of all the positives. It's just, you're just reflecting on all the things that you didn't like about it. 1000%. And there is such a bitterness that I have. It's so fresh for me. I've been out of LA for like 48 hours. It's, it's super fresh. And I'm sure I will look back on a lot of the memories I had and the growth that I had and and it's all really positive and I'm happy I'm here now. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things I look back on that I put up with, even though I didn't like because I was like, well, it is what it is. And we do this in jobs and relationships Mm -hmm. all the time. Well, it is, you know, this is how it is. It's just it's a dirty fucking city. What am I supposed to do? Well, hey, bitch, you can get the fuck out. Like, you don't have to live here if you don't like it. And it's like if you're in a relationship and you're like, 
well, you know, he treats me or she treats me like shit, but it kind of is what it is. No, you can fucking leave. Like, there's nothing yep. stopping you. Yep. Or, you know, if you have an abusive boss or you just actually hate your job. <laughs> and again, it's really easy to say that. And we are saying that. But you can put the pieces in place to get yourself out. For me, it took a, a year. It, it might take a lot of time. But once you make that decision and are dedicated to it, it's so much easier. Should we give some tips for moving real quick, just based on our own experiences moving? Yeah. What would you say was your number one thing that you learned while moving from DC to New York? Well, one thing that I did that I just am so grateful for that I did, I think was the best move was I got rid of I would say 75 to 80% of my belongings. I mean, I only moved with things that I could not live without. I really got rid of, I'm not even joking, 80% of my clothes. I brought the other 20% that were just my favorite things that I could not live without and that really were congruent with the life that I wanted to leave lead in New York. So I got rid of, you know, a bunch of my ex-boyfriend's t-shirts and, you know, torn apart things that I wore around the house and just like cheaper clothes that I just didn't need anymore. You know, it just wasn't congruent with the person that I wanted to be. I threw out about 80% or not throughout, but donated 80% of my wardrobe. I mean, right now, all my belongings are in two suitcases and three boxes that are like mid-sized boxes. I sold my fucking car. It was so emotional, but I just don't need a car where I live now. And I have to say, even if you're not moving, do some spring cleaning because it is such a great release. You feel so good afterwards. Honestly, I think we should all, except for Tiffany, as homework this week, get rid of three to five things that no longer bring you joy. And I say except for Tiffany because she obviously just did it. But I need to do this too. Let's all make a pact to do this this week. Three to five things is not hard. No. And I went through my closet and I was like, I don't wear this shit, nor do I want to wear this shit. Why mm -hmm. is it sitting in my closet and I also my approach now to clothing and this is kind of inspired a little bit by you Hiva is I used to buy so much shit and it would just sit in my closet and gather fucking dust I'm not doing that anymore I'm only buying something if I actually really need it not if I might need it in two months if I actually in this moment need it other than that I don't care if it's on sale I don't care if it's super fucking cute I mean maybe if it's on sale I don't know <laughs> but I'm not because I would just see something on sale and be like mm, I'll wear this one day bitch mm -hmm. no you're not you that one day never fucking came and honestly you save so much more money doing that definitely you really do I would say the biggest thing in terms of moving is it's tough doing this I know right now travel is really difficult but if you can go to that city at least a few times before you move there I highly recommend I crazy enough didn't really visit LA properly before I moved I just mm -hmm. kind of went. I had sort of seen Los Angeles, but not to the depth that 
I should have seen Los Angeles before I went there. As opposed to before coming to Miami, I came here twice just in the time span of a few months before actually locking it and coming you might come and see it but it might not be what you think it is and sometimes I think back if I'd maybe come to LA and really seen the way the city was set up seen how difficult it was to get around I don't know I I probably would have still moved but maybe I don't know I would have been more prepared for it I would have thought twice about it maybe I wouldn't have stayed as long because once you're somewhere it is hard to leave Like, you can't really just pick up your shit and fucking get out. And as Hiva said, she was visiting New York a bunch of times before you moved. You didn't just, like, go to New York without going and visiting. You saying that made me realize how good that turned out because I knew exactly what neighborhood I wanted to move to. I already had a sense for the things that I had to be aware of and, you know, the fact that you you know, don't have laundry in your apartment and things like that. I just was very cognizant of what it would be like to live in New York. Yeah, 100%. So when you moved to New York, you did you have friends in New York or did you go kind of friendless? I knew like three people. Like I had three friends in New York and I maybe knew five people or something like that so I mean pretty much no and especially with New York when you have friends in other neighborhoods it's harder to see them so I didn't really have any friends I I mean I had zero friends in my neighborhood and you know two of the three friends that I had were just really inaccessible so it really felt like I was starting completely fresh that's how I was when I moved to LA I I didn't know a single fucking soul and that first year was dire I had one friend and I was clinging on to her for dear fucking life (laughs) if you're moving for a job or school it's a lot easier to make friends but you know during these times if you're moving it's probably not going to be that situation it's a lot harder to make friends as an adult in a new city where you don't have that infrastructure of school or a job but I actually have made friends so I do have a few tips on how to navigate (laughs) this that maybe you can use Tiffany should you decide that you want friends in Miami I probably don't but I'll keep it in mind (laughs) Yeah, I didn't think so. (laughs) Yeah, I've decided to not make any friends in Miami. I'm going to go out of my way to not to not do what he was suggesting. (laughs) We're laughing, but I'm being like dead fucking serious. I I know that you are. (laughs) One way that I made a lot of friends in New York is through this Facebook group that I'm in. That's for kind of like woo woo wellnessy stuff. Tiffany's currently deleting her Facebook altogether. <laughs> I'm blocking and deleting everyone and everything. <laughs> like literally. But yeah, so if you're in any Facebook groups or if there are things that interest you, listen, I don't use Facebook. I literally only use it for a few of these groups that I'm in. Or if you have any kind of obscure interests like certain TV shows or podcasts, a lot of these things Or have Star to- Wars. If you're a little <laughs> Star Wars groupie, he was part of that group. She's the president of the new Star Wars in New York City. <laughs> oh my God. I'm actually pulling out my phone right now to see what, like, if there's like a new New York City Star Wars oh fan group that I can join. <laughs> fan guy's going to be like, yeah, you're taking this way too far. Like, So if you want to make friends, go to the Star Wars uh, fan group that he has now created and is the president of. And also the only fucking member. <laughs> 
No, but seriously, I I mean, some of my absolute best friends are from this Facebook group. It's a TBM NYC or something. If you're in New York or and are somewhat interested in kind of like woo-woo-y manifestation type of things, join it. I'm the moderator now. I've risen in ranks to the moderator (laughs) of the group. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. (laughs) Honestly, it is the smallest amount of power to have ever gone to someone's head. But here we are. So, yeah, he was the moderator of this group. So, really, you're, like, going to be VIP treatment if you want to get into this woo-woo shit. Like, let's go, Heva. <laughs> I mean, on the membership questionnaire, just write that you're a Blush Podcast listener, and I will hook you up in the group. <laughs> you can break all the rules, and I won't kick you out. Wait, what are the rules in this group? It's like, no spam, (laughs) no multi-level marketing, and no attacking each other. So I will let you spam and MLM and attack whoever you want. (laughs) This group is about to go to shit. (laughs) I love that. So join all that Facebook groups. Yeah, seriously. Another thing, talk to your friends and see who they know in those cities. I, I have made a lot of friends through my brother's friends that he just Amazing. put me in touch with. Yeah. And the last thing that I have not been able to utilize in New York, but I did this in D.C. a lot, is if you have a dog, go to dog parks. It's oh. really easy and common to make friends in dog parks. It's just, it becomes a little network. There's two things also I've heard about making friends. Not that I've really used either of these techniques, but I've used, I've heard positive results. No way are we sponsored by this app, but would love to be Bumble BFF. Oh yeah. I've heard is great. I've had friends that have actually made legitimate friends on Bumble BFF. Again, not sponsored, but open to sponsorship. Yeah. Bumble hit us up. Yeah. We're promoting you. And honestly, I think dating. Just go yep. on dates. Like if you don't have any friends, just go on dates with guys. And then if you can make it to the second or third date, they'll probably introduce you to their friends. And then they're your friends. Yep. Yep. And then just kind of, you know, if you're not interested in the guy anymore, just kind of friend zone him. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Don't friend zone. Check out episode. No, friend zone him. But like in a in a nice way. In a nice way. <laughs> Maybe have sex with him and then friend zone him and then become friends with his friends and infiltrate yourself into this group. But you've slept with him, so he can't really do anything about it. That's the plan. Done. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, don't friend zone. Um, I have a s- strong stance around this. Uh, check out episode eight. This is for the men to hear more about that. But yes, dating is a great way to make friends. It's a great way. If you don't have any friends, just schedule dates back to back and... You know, at least you won't feel like you don't have friends because you'll be so busy dating. At least it'll be something to do. I mean, a lot of my friends in New York are out of town these days or have just moved because of COVID. And so in the fall, I was dating a ton in part because a lot of my friends weren't around. <laughs> so. I love that. Yeah. When I first moved to Los Angeles, I didn't have any friends and I, I, got, I made one. And then typically when you make one, it can multiply. Yeah. Honestly, my brother would say this to me. All you need is one 
good friend because through that one person you can make another friend and another friend but all you need is just to meet one person who you can really really fuck with and then just completely infiltrate yourself into their social life (laughs) we kind of touched on this when I was talking about moving but how when you are moving or when you are getting out of a relationship or a job and you know you're about to get out, you're in this weird transitional phase that Mm -hmm. is such a mind fuck because you know there's an expiration date coming and you see it, but you're still in this situation and you can't get out of it because there's a certain timeline to everything. Yeah, what would be your advice for that, Heva? It's so hard, honestly. It feels like your entire life is in limbo and everything's on hold. Honestly, it's such a stressful time. So I have some um, nutritional advice (laughs) on how to support your nervous system during this time. And this applies whether you're moving, you're getting out of a job, you're getting out of a relationship, transitioning friend groups, finishing school, or literally anything that's weighing on you, that's stressing you out. Herb-wise, I would recommend ashwagandha, which is an Ayurvedic herb, cordyceps and reishi. Both of those are types of mushrooms, and all three of those really help condition your body's stress response. So it's not like taking you know, anti-anxiety medication or having a glass of wine that'll instantly chill you out. Instead, what happens is over time as you're taking it, you'll notice that your body just handles stress better. I would recommend um, alcohol. I've been doing (laughs) a lot of drinking during this transitional time. I think the last two weeks of my life in LA was kind of just a blackout because I was like, (laughs) I don't know what else to do. During the day, I had so much shit that I needed to get done. And then at night, I was like, well, I guess we're just drinking champagne and getting fucked up. So (laughs) do the herbs or just old school it and do alcohol. (laughs) Solid advice. Solid advice. I'm not going to condone that, but okay. (laughs) I also have some just quick nutrition advice. I'll try to run through this as quickly as possible, but we'll post about it on Instagram too. There are certain nutrients you want to hit. First are complex carbohydrates. Good sources of those are root vegetables, sweet potatoes, potatoes, radishes, you, you know what root vegetables are, carrots, and ancient grains like quinoa, all great sources of complex carbohydrates. Uh, another really good nutrient for stress is tryptophan, which is a type of amino acid. Good sources of those are leafy greens, sunflower and pumpkin seeds, broccoli, and mushrooms. Uh, phenylalanine, which is how we're going to say it now. Good sources are. <laughs> I know it's kind of cool. I'm going to start talking about it all the time until someone's like, hey, you moron, that's not how you pronounce it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, oh, I'm just getting my phenylalanine in. They're like, yeah, it's actually phenylalanine or something. I mispronounce everything and it's really humiliating. Me too. It's bad. And there's times I get called out and there's one thing I mispronounce. And honestly, I don't even know if I can talk about it because it's so fucking scarring, but I will share this story. But I think about that moment 
all the time of me getting called out and I kind of just do this like little twitchy face of like oh remember when you did that it's the most I always get so embarrassed yeah no I do too I avoid saying a lot of words like sometimes I'll start a sentence and then I'm like ooh, I'm not 100% sure how to as pronounce that word so then I start redirecting the sentence so that I avoid saying that word but wait what's your story please tell me I'm okay. dying so you know Nioki. Nioki, yeah 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 oh god what did you pronounce <laughs> I can't say it. I'm Nachi? <laughs> yes. I mean that's how it's spelled that's how it's Italian. I hate when people get like really pretentious about like, oh, it's croissant. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't I like I didn't grow up in France, okay? I'm a fucking ignorant American. What the fuck do you want from me? I'm doing my best. I mean, it's one thing to correct someone so that they don't continue mispronouncing it, but you don't like I just hate when people are like, uh, actually, it's gnocchi. I was at a table filled with people with my boyfriend's entire family. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. It was I'm like sweating right now just thinking about it. I had an experience like that too once if it makes you feel better and I still think about it. I was at a tapas place with a mutual friend of ours in high school and her parents and I ordered a tapa and it was like some type of pepper and it had like the what is it in Spanish if it's like L L E S it's pronounced uh like quesadilla or what I, I Dilla's is pronounced dia Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was something to that effect and I completely it wasn't a quesadilla by the way. It was a type of pepper and um I mispronounced it and they didn't even correct me. They just were like, "Oh, the blah blah blah." And I was like, mm, uh, "Yep, that." That's <laughs> even worse. Like just correct me. Don't just be like, "Oh, do you mean this?" Yeah. I cringe. It's so terrible. Yep, I'm but, yeah. sweating right now. I'm going to have to put on more deodorant. Um super yeah, me embarrassing. Too. <laughs> So yeah, there's a bunch of things you can eat, but should we put it on our Instagram maybe? Yeah, I'm not going to run through all of these, but yeah, just keep in mind there are nutritional things you can do. Look out for it on our Instagram. It would be really boring for me to keep rattling this off. Nourishing yourself well, I think is really important during this time, making sure that your body's getting everything that it needs so that you're actually supporting your nervous system. Yeah. And aside from that, you know, this whole move was, was actually not as stressful, but there was just a lot of things I needed to get done. And one of those really big things that I had to get done was selling my car. And mm. it was a whole ordeal. I've never sold a car before. So I really had no fucking clue what I was doing. I kind of came to this point where I was like, you know what, the more anxious I get, the more shit is getting messed up. And I'm realizing I don't have certain paperwork and I don't have this. And it's just, it's getting a deeper and deeper hole into it. And I said, you know what, I'm going to stop. Like, I'm just going to take a step back. I will deal with whatever comes my way. I'll accept whatever hurricane is thrown at me, but I am not going to stress myself out because it's not fucking worth it. And I swear to you, the moment I said that to myself, everything kind of worked out. And it was yep. just such a moment for me of awakening of like, why do we stress ourselves out to the point where we're like feeling 
physically anxious and tense when there's so much shit that's out of our control. Just focus on what you can control and then whatever's thrown at you, you will deal with it. You have no other choice to anyways. So don't make it worse for yourself. When I was moving from DC to New York, there was this whole debacle with my furniture delivery. I mean, this company, you know what? I'm just going to call them out because they're such assholes. West Elm set my West furniture. Elm is not sponsoring us anymore. <laughs> Not that they ever were. <laughs> we will never accept your sponsorship money. They're like, we don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> they sent my furniture to like three different addresses all around the East Coast. <laughs> including my parents house in Virginia unsure why why where did these addresses come from I have no idea and they were not sending them to my address I mean I moved up there and I had pretty much no furniture but my parents had four beds <laughs> that were sent to them from West Elm. <laughs> I love your parents so much. Just the thought of them getting these beds and your mom is so sweet. I feel like she was like, okay, like come in, put the bed in the living room, I guess. I mean, actually, I'm not even joking. They still have one of the beds because West Elm never came to get it. They just, like, I think they waited a full year and then they were like, I guess we'll just put this in the guest room and I knew they had it. I fucking knew it. They're so sweet. They're like, it's okay. It's okay. We deserve this. It's fine. But I remember I would be on hold with our customer service for like three hours at a time. And I would just start hysterically crying. Oh, my God. Because I just felt so helpless. But then with my more recent move, which obviously was a lot easier. I was moving, you know, a mile and a half. Very different situation. But I just made this pact with myself. I was like, you know what? Moving is hard. I'm going to be stressed. I'm not going to let it get to me like last time. There were some things that were getting thrown around and every time I was just kind of like eh, it'll sort itself out it all does it always does yeah so really anything if you're dealing with in life right now and it's stressing you out just make the conscious decision that you're not gonna let it get to you yeah absolutely so should we do our question of the week yes which it's really funny we got this question and we were saving it for this episode the question of the week is what are your tips for dating in LA Oof. It's funny because I lived in L.A. for 10 years, but I did probably minimal dating in the actual city for whatever reason. Whoever I dated lived in Europe. Like, I don't know what the fuck that was, but (laughs) I lived in the Valley and I wouldn't date someone on the West Side, which is Santa Monica. But, oh, you live in Europe? I'll fucking date you. That's fine. (laughs) Yeah, I remember Tiffany would be like, yeah, I can't date someone on the West Side. That's like a long distance relationship. And then a week later, she's on a plane to London. 10 hour flight to London, done. Driving in LA traffic, fuck no. (laughs) So honestly, I don't know if you can date in LA and I know that's a really dark answer. And if that's where you plan on having your forever home, I don't know what to tell you. God, maybe I would look through people that are from your hometown that have moved to LA because I think that's a really good way to connect with people whatever city you're from because most people in LA aren't actually from LA I'm just gonna assume you're not if you're from 
Pennsylvania or if you're from, I don't know, Idaho, try and find groups of people from your area that are in LA because I think that'll be an immediate connection that you have. If you really want to settle down and a relationship is really important to you, I would really honestly seriously consider leaving Los Angeles <laughs> or start, I don't know if you can change your Bumble settings, but can you change it or your Tinder or whatever dating app to other cities? I believe so. I've heard of people doing this. I believe you can. Yeah. Look at other cities. I mean, there's a lot of cities close to L.A. And at the end of the day, if you meet someone that doesn't live in Los Angeles, I don't think that's the end all be all. Like there's still a way to see each other. There's still a way to get to know each other. If you've really had zero luck dating in L.A., maybe look at other places because it's honestly it's probably not you. You know, like it's probably not anything you're doing wrong because you probably tried every single way. You've done the dating apps. You've gone out. And maybe it's just not meshing. Maybe it's not meant to be. And sometimes that's a really hard thing for us to accept. We try and force shit to make it work. And sometimes it just doesn't work. And I know that's maybe a dark answer, but I hope that's actually some light for you. Let's keep in mind that Tiffany is a little bitter towards LA right now <laughs> also. I just yes. want to throw it out there. But, you know, dating is harder in major cities in general. And I, I you're not the first person I've heard to say, Tiffany, that it is hard in, D in LA. I do think there's a silver lining when you're in a bigger city, and that's that there's just more people. Also... I have an ex-boyfriend who lives in LA. We dated like 11, 12 years ago. He is probably the best boyfriend I've ever had. So you he's, could date him? <laughs> yeah, he's sweet. He's attentive. He's really good looking and he's super successful. He lives on the West Side. Great guy. Really solid guy. DM me and I will put you in touch. This was a straight guy that asked the question, but if uh. you're willing to change sexual orientation to date Heva's ex, we fucking got you, boy. We got yes. you. If you want to date my straight male ex, that is an option. No, but uh, single girls in LA, seriously, he is a catch. Get on it. And yeah, and maybe that's why I was a little bit more negative about it because I was keeping in mind that a guy was asking mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. I think it is easier for girls to date in Los Angeles than it is for guys. Interesting. You know, my ex says that too. If there are any single females in LA listening, DM us and maybe we can put you in touch with this guy. Maybe we can start a new dating service. <laughs> We're matchmakers all across the country. So give away this week? So I was thinking, since Tiffany has been so generous recently with giving away photos, <laughs> I will give away a photo of me in the Slave Leia costume. I mean, it's not explicit, and it's honestly a very good costume, so it's, it's truly worth it. I will DM it to you. I promise you just have to Put this episode in your stories and tag us. May the force be with you. Is that how we're ending this? <laughs> yes. Yes. May the force be with you. Oh, I'm so excited about this. If you don't love Star Wars like me, well, we're in it now, guys. So, Heva, do do the grand honor. Say it like um, how the fuck they say it. Okay. And we'll see you next week. May the force be with you.